Welcome back to Orion Talents from the Battlefield to the Boardroom podcast. Interview preparation is a frequent topic on our podcast because we receive so many questions from military job seekers every day. During your transition into the civilian world, you're bound to have lots of questions along the way, and we want to be there to provide insight at every stage. In today's show, we're going to look at some of the most frequently asked interview questions. If you have any questions or feedback on this episode or anything related to the podcast, please send me an email at podcast at oriontalent.com. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd like to continue to incorporate feedback from our listeners into future shows. Today, we welcome Brian Henry, Orion's Senior Vice President of Recruiting, to the show. Hi, Megan. Glad to be here. Okay, so let's start off with one of the most common interview questions that can be a little bit tricky, it's a little bit open-ended. So um, we do get the question, tell me about yourself, a lot. So how would you recommend that a job seeker would, or how would, what are some things that you think the employer wants to know when they ask this question? Yeah, I think with tell me about yourself, I mean, the first thing I would say is that you should probably expect it to be the opening question of the interview. It's very commonly used. It's a great icebreaker to get the interview started. And, and I think from the company's perspective, it, it gives them a chance to hear your story, you know, and, uh, and you get a chance to tell them, tell the company about your background, um, and hopefully in a way that it makes sense and resonates with them. Um, but that's that's kind of the, the broad. It's, it's, it's a lot smoother flow to let the candidate who prepares themselves to tell them about themselves and why they're a fit for the job than the alternative, which might be just walking through the resume and kind of stumbling through and asking, mm-hmm. tell me about this, tell me about that. So I think that's mm-hmm. a general over, over, overview of, um, of what they're trying to get at with that question. Okay, so what would you say are some keys to successfully answering the question and kind of conveying that story? Yeah, so I think there's to me, there's there's four parts, and, and again, this is a, for the military candidate, and I'm going to speak, you know, primarily of the transitioning military coming straight off active duty, and when I talk through this, um, but there's really four parts uh, that should be addressed, and, and that is growing up, um, you know, going to school, and then coming into the military, summarizing your military experience, and then wrapping it up with a transitional statement that kind of talks about why you're getting out and what you want to do. So uh, going back, the you know, so growing up, I think you want to um, you want to hit some of the highlights. You know, where you're from. You never know where you're going to make a connection with the interviewer. You know, I went to Penn State. There's a there's Penn State alum everywhere. I run into them all around the the, the country and the world actually. So um, you never know where you're going to make that connection. So the more you tell them about who you are and where you're from, um, and, and some of the things that you do, um, the better chance you have to make a potential connection. So in the growing up, you um, you want to hit just the highlights. Um, maybe talk about you know maybe what you did growing up that shaped you, whether it be athletics, uh, some key awards that you got, uh, maybe related work experience um, that, that you got that shows your work ethic, that type of thing. Um, and then you might talk about how what your plan was coming out. So from growing up, you know what was your plan going forward, and that might include you know going to school, eventually going into the military. So you can address that there. Um, when you shift to uh, um, you know the school part. You know, so particularly then this is this is oriented towards on the officer side, uh, going to school to get their degree and then into the military. Um, uh, if you're on the, uh, you go straight in and enlist, and then it might you might just talk about why you were going into the military and your choice uh, to do that. Uh, but for those that go to college, the officers, um, um, you, you know, you can talk about the highlights from that school experience. You know, why you chose your school. Um, 
maybe uh, you know any any key awards or things that are noteworthy from that, and then why you chose your branch of service that helps you know tell a little bit of, of the why you went into the military. Um, the the third part and probably the mo most important part is summarizing that military experience, highlighting um, the experiences that you have that you're taking away from the military that you that you know are valuable that are that you're bringing to the table um, that relate to this company that you're interviewing with and the position you're interviewing for. So you, you get a chance to summarize the experiences and the experiences that are most relevant uh, that you're bringing to the table. And then the last part, transi your transition statement about why you're getting out and what you want to do. And you can kind of address the, the, the reason behind the decision to get out and uh, what you want to do. And uh, hopefully all four parts come together uh, to tell a, a good story. Um, you know, and, and that makes sense. And, and uh, I like to tell people that, you know, the, the manager hopefully is shaking their head yes, you know, thinking, wow, great background, uh, a lot of achievement um, throughout, and uh, I really like the skills that they're talking about. They really align well with this job. So um, a couple of things I would, I would mention, too, from an advice standpoint, and this really goes for, you know, just about any interview, but, but put pen on paper. Outline your thoughts. You don't have to memorize your answer here uh, and, and be very robotic, but outline your thoughts so you know I'm going to, this is, I'm talking about growing up. I'm then making the transition into my school experience. Then I'm transitioning into my summer of the military and then why I'm getting out and what I want to do. Um, and, then, and then the other thing is you want to tailor it to the interview. So if you're in a sales interview, you know, pick out the things that are going to make that person understand that you've got some sales-related traits. Um, and, and, and that you want to get into sales. You know, you can answer a lot of those questions right off the bat with a good uh, tell me about yourself. And then the why you're getting out and what you want to do, um, you want it to align well with the role. You know, I had a, can a candidate one time doing a practice interview, and or actually it was a client feedback. They said that the, ca the candidate told them, when they said, you know, he talked about what he wanted to do, he wanted to become an uh, ambassador. And uh, you know the, the company didn't have any jobs for ambassadors, so you really want to tailor your answer mm -hmm. so that it's going to make sense and resonate with that with that company. Yeah, and a couple of things that I thought were really interesting and worth reiterating, um, Brian, based on what you just shared, you never know where you're going to make that connection. And so with interviews, it can seem like such a formal and um, kind of uncomfortable situation. And so you might take this first question, tell me about yourself, and try to make it kind of just about the job or maybe impersonal. And so I think the example that you gave about Penn State, that's a great example. It's something that might resonate with someone, it could set you apart from the crowd. So I think that that's definitely a good tip. And then also just highlighting your skills. Since this is the first question that's typically asked, it gives you a good opportunity to upfront talk about any relevant skills and experience that you have. Yeah, I would agree. And I, you know, I, I think um, at the end of the day, as a candidate, you want to paint a picture of yourself being a driven, goal-oriented uh, individual who's achieved some great things, had some great experiences in the military, and is now moving in a new direction. You know, you, you've set goals and achieved them, and now you're making a transition with some new goals in mind, but you're bringing some great skills and skills that are specifically related to the company and the position that you're interviewing for that, again, you, you're getting this interview off to a great start because they're basically saying, wow, I like this person. They've got some great skills. I like their energy and, and their presentation. Um, let's move on with the rest of the interview. Mm -hmm. And the alternative to that, good. you know, if 
if you don't hit those key points and you don't resonate, you don't tell your story in a way that it aligns with the job, you really risk the chance that they're kind of wondering, scratching their head, wondering where is the fit. You know, so you really got to take advantage of this this question um, for sure. Um, a couple things to avoid with tell me about yourself. Um, you want to keep it to three to four minutes. You do not want it to be long-winded and just go on and on and on. Um, so again, this, this goes back to putting a pen on paper, outlining your story, getting it down to a good uh, a good story that flows well and, and has the impact that you want it to have. Um, the other thing is avoid going billet by billet. You know, sometimes uh, candidates will just say, you know, I, I went to school, then I got stationed here, went to school, then I got stationed here and did this. You, know, you want to avoid that, particularly if you've got any number of years in the service. You're better off thinking about how, do, how can I summarize my experience? What am I taking away from the military and emphasize some of the key skills that you're bringing away, particularly those that are uh, valued by this for this position, and give it kind of more of an overview summary rather than a billet by billet, duty station by duty station. Um, and then the last thing uh, to avoid is is not relating your story to the company. You know, make sure that you've taken the time and and kind of tailored your approach to uh, to show them right off the bat that you are a good potential fit, and there's a good reason you're sitting in front of them and they're excited about the rest of the interview. Great, good tips. Okay, so yeah, moving on to the next one. Another question that we, we would get asked pretty commonly is how should I answer the question of what are my three greatest strengths? So what are employers, what do they really want to know when they ask this question? Um, so I think with three greatest strengths, and, and again, these are, you know, I think we're touching on some of the basics, right? When you're getting ready to interview, these are the questions you really ought to make sure, okay, I've got these down. I've got a good sense and a good plan for all of these. Three greatest strengths, uh, the manager's, I think, trying to find out what some of your key strengths are and and are your key strengths pretty closely aligned with what they value and what they're looking for in a good candidate for the job. Yeah, so what are some, what do you think some keys to successfully answering this question would be? So the keys were, you know, in my mind are you want to you want to emphasize your strengths that are most relevant to being a good fit for the position that you're interviewing for. Um, mm -hmm. You really should brainstorm and list out all of your relevant strengths um, that that you think you might in emphasize while interviewing. So so prior to going into an interview in the early stages of preparation, you should be brainstorming and thinking, what are all of my strengths, and then. Can I build out good detailed stories and examples that I can use to um, highlight these skills and, and then bring it out in an interview? Um, so so you, you brainstorm, you come up with all the strengths, you develop great detailed stories using the STAR format um, to make sure you've got the, the detailed and a good uh, flowing story. And then once you've done that, uh, you analyze the position and you, and you pick the three most important impactful strengths that you have that are related very closely to the job at hand. Um, once you've done that, so, that, so again, this is getting to where you're tailoring your interview for each interview you want to tailor slightly as needed for the, for the company that you're in front of. Um, you want to pick out, when, when you're thinking of what three strengths am I going to use in this particular interview, pick three that are going to be good ones that are show that you're a match for the company. Um, and you don't want to, uh, you don't want to have a five, five-minute or longer answer. So while you're going to answer by telling them about your three strengths, my advice is on the first two strengths, you can mention the strength and give a, a quick summary statement, a little overview about that strength, and get to the third strength. 
and give an overview and then follow that up with a detailed example. So for that third strength, you might say, um, you know, I think my, one of my, my third strength is, is leadership. And you can give a little summary statement about leadership, but then say a great example of a time I led a team is this and use that star format. So you've, you've got examples for all three strengths, but you're only going to use one to keep okay. the answer uh, brief enough. And, and make that your third one. And then the other thing is reserve that third one, the one that you're going to use the detailed example for, make that one the most important strength uh, for this particular position and the most impactful answer. Okay, so really you just want to, you know, make sure that you brainstorm all of your strengths, create a good story to tell behind that that kind of backs those up and then connects the dots. So what makes me a good match? And then, of course, avoid kind of giving a too long-winded of a response. Is there any other, is there anything else that we should have candidates avoid when they're answering this question? Yeah, I think, you know, stay away from unrelated strengths. So you might have, you know, 50 strengths only address ones in that interview that are relevant to that uh, position or, or, or highly relevant to that position. So um, so make, make sure you're picking out the ones that are most relevant. And then again, I think it's uh, by, by, do, by putting pen on paper, by thinking these questions through a little bit, you can keep yourself from, from getting off track and getting too long-winded. So you can have a good, concise, two to three minute answer that's impactful. You know, uh, the, the company can always ask you um, and say, hey, do you have an example of your first strength, and and you do. You just didn't you didn't take the time to tell and go into detail on all three, but you have those examples at the ready, and you're going to be able to pull them. Yeah, that's definitely good advice. Another question that we have pretty frequently answered is that you know if, what is your most significant achievement? This is really a chance for you to sell yourself, talk about things that are relevant to the position. But in light of that. A lot, we might have a lot of achievements, especially for someone coming straight out of the military. You might have a lot of things that would be relevant. So what are employers really wanting to get at when they ask this question? I think that the uh, most significant achievement question is one of the most powerful interview questions. I think tell me about yourself, done well, gets the interview off to a great start. If you get the most, you know, tell me your most significant achievement or accomplishment question, it really gives gives the company an opportunity to <clears throat> hear you tell, you know, a, a story that that really shows the scope of your you know uh, responsibility and, and, and accomplishment that you've had. So something that's um, I, I like you know the wow factor that you're going to get out from them. There you want to be able to impress them with uh, a significant accomplishment that you had, and you're telling the details that got you from to that accomplishment. And, and in that, you're able to thread in a lot of different skills and strengths that are important to, you know, that help show that you're a great fit for this job. Okay, so we know that, you know, you want to, of course, thread in any relevant examples and any kind of significant achievements, but what are, are do you have any other keys to successfully answering this question? Yeah, I think you want to, so you want to pick something that's going to show the complexity of a problem that you solve. Uh, really incorporating many facets of your strengths and skills. Um, and again, like I said, though, and, and, and get a chance to bring out some of those strengths that you know are important uh, to the company. Um, you want to pick uh, an accomplishment that has some duration to it. You don't want it to be something that you did in one day. Um, you want it to be, you know, to have that complexity, you want to be able to say, you know, maybe that's a full project or maybe sometimes it's a preparing for a deployment and, and all the things, the planning, 
the getting ready, the uh, solving problems along the way, overcoming obstacles, um, all of those things that led to an impactful result. So you want to make sure it's got some uh, some duration and maybe yeah, you had to overcome some obstacles to, uh, to, to achieve the result. Um, and then you want to pick something that's going to highlight um, again, those relevant skills. You know, so if, again, if you're in a sales interview, you might pick something where you really your persistence um, led to overcoming this uh, obstacle where you kept getting uh, you know told no or something, and you but you you pushed hard, you overcame it, you achieved your goal. Um, obviously, that would be a valuable uh, trait skill set uh, a sales manager would want to hear about. Um, so pick pick an accomplishment that's going to really help you stand out and strengthen your candidacy for that you're interviewing for. Great. So what about things that should be avoided when answering this question? So a couple things I see sometimes, you know, we do small group interviews uh, sessions at our conferences and um, every night, you know, sometimes you'll hear a candidate say graduating college. Um, so uh, you want to you want to stay away from something that's common, right? So if every candidate interviewing has graduated college, while it may be very personally significant to you, um, you know, companies come and hire military through us. They're looking for that real-world experience you have. So they're looking for a little more depth than just the graduating college piece. Um, mm -hmm. so, so again, pick something that's not too common that really is showing your own personal um, things. Um, on another note, try to stay away from personal things. I've had sometimes the candidate will say getting married. You know, again, that's great. That's a personal <laughs> accomplishment, but keep that out of the interview. Again. You, you only have, let's say, 45 minutes in that interview, and your goal is to use all 45 minutes to really let them see who you are, what you've done, why you're a good fit for that job. Got it. That sounds good. So what about, I know um, leadership. Leadership is a huge soft skill. I know it's very important to any company that's hiring a veteran through us because we know that veterans inherently have that on or that hands-on leadership experience that these companies value. So one of the questions that's very common is to ask about a um, leadership style. So what is your particular leadership style? So what do you think would be a good way for um, somebody to ask that that would really get to what the employer's asking? Yeah, I think the company, again, in, in, our, in our niche where they're coming to the military specifically, they value that leadership. So. Mm -hmm. They want to hear about times that you've led people in the past and accomplished great things. That's really what they're going for. Um, and so, you know, the keys to that, I think, are um, you really should have multiple examples of times that you successfully led your team to impressive results. So going back to that brainstorming session, leadership is one of those things where I would I would brainstorm and come up with four, five, six great examples where, particularly as a for an, for an officer. Uh, or someone who's been a leader in the military, you want to have a lot of examples of when you led and, um, a team accomplished a, a significant mission. So, um, and what you'll find is that those stories, you're going to be able to plug and play into a lot of different interview questions. But specifically for the leadership style, you're going to want to show that you lead from the front, that you're, that there's, uh, you're a participative leader, have a participative leadership style, not afraid to get your hands dirty, uh, jump in there and get the job done, get to know your people. I mean, all the great leadership things that are trained and developed, um, you want to be able to show that. Um, also show your ability to adapt your style to meet the needs of your team um, or the individual that, you are, that you're leading. And, and another key would be, you know, make sure that you're picking ones that have very impactful results. Again, this you get to tell 
your story, and you get to pick and choose which stories you're going to bring to the table. So, so dig deep and find those most impactful leadership stories where you, you really did lead to a very positive and impactful result. Yeah, and I think this is one of those questions that can be a little bit more intimidating than it needs to be. I mean, you and I both know that leadership is something that military candidates, all of them possess. And so I think it's just something like you said with the brainstorming sessions and just trying to um, pull out the best examples and the ones with the best results that would most highlight your skills. Yes. So what about things that should be, yeah, so what about some things that should be avoided with this question? Yeah, I think with this question, there's a couple, a couple things I would uh, definitely try to avoid. One is you want to stay away from negative results. So you don't want to give a leadership example that ended up leading to you having to get the get the person run out of the military or uh, fired from their job, uh, what have you. So again, pick those positive, impactful results and stay away from the negative. The other thing I would uh, definitely avoid is that stay away from very militaristic or, or uh, rank-driven leadership style. You know, the people is such a small percentage of people have actually served in the military firsthand, um, but they see on the movies and they see the uh, drill sergeant yelling at people, and, and that that's what they think the leadership style is sometimes, and and that that scares some companies, right? They don't want that person who's just going to come in and start yelling at everybody. Um, yeah. And and we know that's not the case. But but avoid from telling leadership styles where I just told and directed my people to do it. And you want to get to where you get buy-in, uh, get your team on board, let them see the mission ahead, and, and motivate them individually to accomplish the goal. Yeah, that's great advice. Well, another question that can be a little bit more broad and open-ended kind of like the tell me about yourself is what are some of your goals? So whether that's short-term, long-term, um, how do you think that a candidate should best address that and what do you think the company is asking for when they ask that question? So I think the company is really just trying to get a sense of you know what your future goals are. Um, you're there interviewing for them. They want to get a sense of uh, throughout the interview process, they're trying to figure out are you a good fit for them as from a culture standpoint, will you fit in well with the team? Do you have the skills that are fit for the job? And then, does the job and, and a career at their company align well with your goals? So that's that's really what they're trying to uncover, I think, with that question. Yeah, and I think that this could be a question that's a little bit difficult for military candidates because of the fact that a lot that we work with are just transitioning out, so they might not necessarily know you know, what are my goals, especially in the long term. So what are some keys to successfully answering this question? Yeah, I think that's a good point um, because if you, you, you know, you haven't been out there particularly in that industry to maybe know exactly what your goal should be. But I think that to break it down in, a, in very simple, um, you've got short-term and long-term goals. Your short-term goals should be something along the lines of, you know, where you want to come in, you want to learn quickly, adapt uh, to your new environment, develop a solid reputation as, you know, the kind of a go-to person in the organization where they know, you know, that you've proven yourself a great performer and are capable of doing more. So short-term is to come in, hit the ground running, learn quickly, make an impact, and, and establish a great a reputation as being a top performer. Um, longer term, um, I think you can express a desire to continue to be challenged always want to be learning, and being given increased responsibility and challenges. Um, it's hard to define, you know, it's, it's hard to define what 
the next step is. But I think as you go into a new company, a new career, if you do the first part good, you know, it all, it, your opportunities and long-term opportunities are going to come about based on your performance. So if you go in, hit the ground running, make an impact, and are a top performer, then do doors will open. Opportunities will be there for you to go where you want to go, and you'll define where you want to go. You, know, might, you might be unsure about it early on, so using goals that are somewhat more uh, general in this regard to know that you just want to continually be uh, challenged and learning um, and excited about your, your, your um, career. Yeah, exactly. So those are some great tips on things that we should use to answer the question. So now how about things that you should absolutely not say when answering the question? Yeah, so some things you want to stay away from. You want to stay away from, you know, what's in it for me type goals. Um, certainly so, you know, and, and you also have to take into consideration the job that you're interviewing for. So a lot of people get out of the military um, because they want a better quality of life. You know, they've been deployed multiple times away from their family. Uh, if you're interviewing for a high travel job and you talk about your goals, getting out, one of your goals is to settle down and be, you know, have much better quality of life, um, well, that job might not be a good fit for you. But but from the manager's perspective, they're, they're in the back of their mind, they're hearing that, you know, this travel isn't probably aligned well with your goals. So you have to take that into account. Um, make sure that you're stating goals that align with the job itself, and then you know I would just say avoid being too specific in title and time frame. So you don't want to say I want to be a regional manager in five years. You you don't really know probably uh, how long it takes to become a regional manager. You're better off, like I said in, in, in before, focus on short term coming in making an impact, and then trust that you will have opportunity. You know you'll have opportunity to figure out and shape what your long-term goals are after making that initial transition a little bit more. Um, and if you perform well, you'll have opportunities, whether it's inside the company you're working for or you know, things will clarify. You'll, you'll know better exactly what you want to do and where you want to go and how to get there. And you, know, you, can, you can do that inside your company or, or, or look outside um, to, to shape the career that you really want. Awesome. Well, that's all really great advice. So thanks for thanks for all the help today, Brian, and all the um, insight into the interview process. Anything else that you want to say? No, it's my pleasure. Uh, I think interview. Well, I guess going back again, I would I would reemphasize um, star format. You know, use put pen on paper, have detailed stories and examples. You want to have a library of method ready that you can plug and play into the different questions that you get. You you can prepare for. All the basic interview questions, like none of the basic ones like these should surprise you. Um, but if you have enough stories and examples, you're able to take the question in and then say, wow, I've got this good story that I think will highlight the skill that I know is important uh, to them and, and help answer this question. So do that. Put yeah, that time in the prep. It'll pay dividends. It's great advice. And you mentioned the STAR format, which we will have another podcast on. So we will chat with you about that then. Great. Thanks, Megan. All right, sounds good. Thanks, Brian.